Hi, I'm Hilary Adler, Senior Editor at DM News. Um, we are here today with Catherine Friedrich, the Chief Business Officer at Oath. Welcome, Catherine. Hi, pleasure to meet you. You too. You know, Catherine is also a 2018 Hall of Femme honoree, so we're excited to have you here. This is a dedicated Hall of Femme podcast. Um, so thank you for being here and let's just dive right in. Excellent. I'm super excited and you know, thank you so much for the award. Oh, no, no, no. My be pleasure. Happier. My pleasure. I, de I definitely want it for you. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, so Riot Studio is defining what the next generation full service contact studio can and should be. What is that redefinition? So it's a it is a mouthful, <laughs> um, but Riot Studio is now the in-house creative studio for Oath. Mm -hmm. We operate in 14 countries, and we are working with some of the largest brands and largest advertisers in the business mm -hmm. to not only get stories told and tell great stories, but also make sure that those great stories are heard. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a unique differentiator that we have now that we, as a creative team, sit with an oath, because we can combine awesome storytelling with unmatched distribution that oath has mm -hmm. to um, marry that art and science that people have been craving for years. Go, go a little deeper into that. What do you mean, the, the marriage between art and science? Sure. So I look at storytelling as more of the art. Mm -hmm. It's the way you connect with an audience. It's the way that you present your brand, if it's a brand story, and the values that you put forward so that you can entertain or engage or educate or inform the person on the other side who's either watching the video, reading, you know, reading the article, um, you know, possibly watching it through an AR or VR experience. So that, the theme of that and the way you go about creating that content is really, is the art. Um, Riot has a great tradition of creative um, execution and our style is, you know, kind of takes on four pillars. It takes on, um, we've always been attached to purposeful work whether that's purposeful in a social good way or purposeful as um, telling a brand's purpose and, and telling our purpose in the market. Um, we've also made sure that all of the content is actionable. How do we get the, the person on the other end to take an action? Uh, it, it has always been part of that heritage. And of course, beautiful. We create really high quality production content. So that helps with the engagement factor because mm -hmm. people want to watch or view or consume things that are, that are beautiful by nature. And, um, and then lastly, you know, we really work on how does it get out there? And that's the science part. Um, that is the distribution element. It's the magic that not only, you know, when you tell a great story, if it doesn't get heard, it's lost. It's a lost story. And we don't want archival stories. We want people to participate um, with the storytelling in a meaningful way. Great. So we, that's where Oath really comes in. Um, we have all of the Oath publishers at our disposal to work with and partner with and um, execute some of these great ideas with. And we also have our third-party networks where we can, you know, distribute videos across um, an entire ecosystem of, uh, and landscape. So we're sitting here on the, on the cusp of you guys debuting this experience. 
Let's 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 talk about that. You you mentioned earlier the partner collection and the Earthrise project. You want to get a little bit deeper into both of those? Yeah, we're super excited to have our debut of both of these two things. Um, the partner collection is actually a collection of thirty stories and themes. Um, they're video series that we have really thought through with insight and data from our audiences on what people want to hear about and what resonates with these different audiences. And we're going to bring three of those stories to life today. Um, it's the first time I think this has ever been done. It's more akin to like a new front in a sense of it's launching cool content ideas, yeah. but it's also a theatrical experience which immerses individuals into each one of those stories to help that. them feel like they're part, one of the characters in the play. Um, so we're really excited to bring the partner collection to life through these three stories and hopefully engage brands and advertisers to be a part of that collection. Um, and then it culminates with our Earthrise project, which is a first of its kind for Oath, but connective content program that is a year long in nature, but it's it stems from the 50th anniversary of the Earthrise photo. Mm -hmm. So 50 years ago, the Apollo 8 um, mission was orbiting, orbiting the Earth, and it was the first time that they were able to capture that anyone had seen a color photo of the Earth while they were there. And what it did was, especially because 1968 was a pretty tumultuous year, was launch and get people to think, oh my gosh, the Earth is actually a pretty small place and we better stand together to protect it and we better stand together um, in order to create a more sustainable future. So it launched the environmentalism movement and um, the first Earth, Earth Day came as a result of that. And as we see now, this brand shift of people and brands really leaning in to how do we create a sustainable future? And the next generation is really interested in this. Um, brands are leaning into that. And we're building a program to help brands get their word out. So it's going to be, um, as I said, a year-long um, series of content, a digital headquarters, if you will, for where we can launch some of these cool and creative ideas that I won't can't share yet. Um, we're going to do a documentary film around it, so with an A-list celebrity, where we can really, um, again, leverage some of the social media elements and partner with people that are interested in, you know, I don't want to say saving the world, but certainly changing the world. Yeah. And everybody's leaning in from, it's not just... Um, the companies that you would naturally yeah. think of. Um, there are tech companies and finance companies yeah. and auto companies and um, you know it's it's a pretty wide swath of companies that are interested right now in um, in this kind of a movement. So we're here to help bring it to life. I want to ask you I want to ask you to walk me through the development of those programs but first before we loop back to that yep. I want to I want to ask you about the role or responsibility that brands have in in this climate yeah. um, to engage in activism, which yeah. it sounds like you guys are doing right now. Yes, very much so. Um, we saw some of the, in the development stage of things, you know, for Earthrise in particular, we actually um, used insight and data to come up with the theme. So we're actually, it's, it, it, Earthrise is part of the zeitgeist for 2017, or it was, and started to really swell in terms of search, searches online, um, theme post. We saw 142 million 
Earthrise-themed posts in 2018, um, and over 950 billion content impressions on themes So well attached to social conversation. Very attached to social conversation. So when you see, you know, when you have numbers like that, and then you start to see the momentum and now you tack it to the 50th anniversary of a momentous and, and incredible year. Um, it really seems like now is the time. The urgency is now to tell the story, to to ride the wave, to get a part, to be a part of this movement. Um, and we're welcoming brands to be a part of it with us. So let's go back to the other question that I asked you about the yeah. role that brands play in activism. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. seen a lot. We've seen a, a, a lot of tumultuous activity come out of brands engaging in political responses and or environmental responses. Yeah. I don't. I don't get the sense that anything is going to come. Anything bad is going to come out of this because it seems like a win-win situation. How can anybody fault you for yeah. being environmentally friendly? But. To, to go back to my question of yeah. what, what responsibility do brands have in activism? It's not political in any way. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why we chose this topic. Um, and it's not activism. I wouldn't call it that. We see consumers actually caring about where brands spend their money. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, it does create social conversation. But all they want to see is that brands are using their money to support good, mm-hmm. important movements, not necessarily as activists for controversial affairs. So environmentalism is one of those things where it can be, you know, it can be um, climate change, but it doesn't have to be climate change. And I think that's everybody yeah. moves towards climate change. I mean, there are small everyday things like recycling that you could be a part of if you're a tech company and recycling your products. I don't think anyone is going to have a controversial reaction Mm -hmm. to companies trying to make change for themselves and encourage others to make change for the sustainable future. So you mentioned, or we talked about redefinition. I'm going to go to the word redefine, to redefine. How is this redefinition going to change how brands connect with their consumers? Or how do you want it to change? So the redefinition of Oath, or, or sorry, of Riot. Sure. Um, you know, I don't think the redefinition or the, the, of Riot is going to ask consumer brands to change the way that they do business mm-hmm. or that they interact. If anything, it's the way that they share their story with the world. Um, So I don't think that brands necessarily need to do anything different except listen a little harder to what audiences are saying about them. The data is saying audiences care about and people care about. And I would imagine a lot of these brands are pretty smart about their consumers already. Mm -hmm. So I assume that they know their consumers or should better than anyone. We know at Oath our consumers better than anyone. So if we can actually marry those two data sets, that's where we can tell the better story. Um, They might be telling a great story to their their consumers right now. Um, But we know (laughs) how to tell our story best to the audiences that we serve. So I think it's really just becoming smarter and listening Mm -hmm. and then being very specific about how they share what they're doing with mm-hmm. in different um, target areas. 
Great. I love the let's be smarter and let's listen better. Yeah. I think it, good, good point for everybody. Um, but thank you, Catherine. It's a pleasure. And um, pleasure. congratulations again. Thank you so much.